Welcome to the CSB SCB podcast, part of the Canadian Society for Biomechanics. We are your hosts and student representatives, Jackie Zare and Francie Onich. Hey everyone, my name is Jackie Zare and I'm a PhD student at the University of Waterloo studying spine and injury biomechanics. My name is Francie Onash. I study in the Human Performance Lab at the University of Calgary, with my research focused on muscle mechanics in the context of sports biomechanics. We are the CSB student representatives and excited to welcome you to the first episode of the CSB SCB podcast. Some general topics of discussion on the podcast will include biomechanics research, technology, clinical insights, evidence-based practice, and knowledge translation. We will interview a different guest each month from diverse professional backgrounds, and all content will be relevant to individuals who are studying and working to solve biomechanics problems in the disciplines of kinesiology, engineering, the natural sciences, medicine, health, sports science, and ergonomics. An internal goal that we have for the podcast is to also highlight biomechanics research conducted in Canada or in labs that are associated with the CSB. We also intend to incorporate and promote collaboration with professionals who are members of other national and international societies. All podcast episodes will be distributed to common apps like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Audible. For more information on the podcast and our upcoming guest list, please visit the CSB SCB webpage and be sure to follow the CSB on Twitter. We acknowledge that we live and work on traditional Indigenous and Métis territory in Canada, and we acknowledge the keepers of these lands. We hope that everyone is enjoying the 2021 virtual CSB conference so far. On the second part of this episode, we'll be introducing the CSB and discussing how the initiatives are relevant to our listeners who are both members and non-members of the society. Joining us for this discussion is the current CSB president, Dr. Janie Wilson. Dr. Wilson is a professor in the Department of Surgery at McMaster University. Her lab conducts multidisciplinary research on human movement biomechanics with a focus on understanding the role of joint level biomechanics combined with muscle activity in the initiation, progression, and treatment of knee osteoarthritis with arthroplasty surgery. Dr. Wilson, welcome, and thank you for helping us introduce this new and exciting initiative. And thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here and to be one of the first uh, speakers on your podcast. Right, let's jump right in then. To start off, for listeners who are maybe new to our membership or outside of the academic core, can you explain what the CSB is and give us a brief background of the society? Sure, and happy to. So um, the CSB, it's the Canadian National Society for Canadian Biomechanics, and it was founded in uh, 1973. So really were the home for the biomechanics community in Canada, with representation, however, from members all over the world. You know, I hope I'm not misspeaking by saying that the original society was very much rooted in human movement biomechanics, but it's since grown extensively to reflect the broader spectrum of the biomechanics field. And to be honest, I'd love to collaborate with one of our more senior members to have better documentation on the history of our society, because I do think that this is an important thing that we want to capture and preserve for our our new and our current members. Dr. Walter Herzog actually graciously gave us a wonderful historical perspective talk at the opening ceremonies of CSB 2018, if any of you were 
able to be there and listen to it. Um, and it provided our, our newer membership with some of this history. And so a lot of a lot of my knowledge actually comes from that lecture. Um, I know the first CSP conference was in Edmonton uh, with nine people, um, and it was followed by years of a series of locomotion symposia through the 80s. And we really started kind of forming the more general common CSB conferences that we would have today, um, more in the early 90s. As a follow-up to that, tell us something about what the general objectives are for the society. Why was it founded in the first place and what, what were the goals behind it? Sure. So, so the goals of the society are really to foster biomechanics research and as well as the interchange of information and knowledge in the field of biomechanics. So this includes promoting biomechanics through communication strategies. Conferences are a big part of, of what we do. Presentation and publication of our biomechanics research and supporting this for our membership. The society also aims to facilitate excellent and innovative research in the, in the field of biomechanics and really doing this by supporting strategies that bring people together. So really our, you know, the mode of operating is, is bringing people of diverse backgrounds and interests and perspectives together through our activities to, to optimize how successful we can be in biomechanics research in Canada. You alluded to it already that the field of biomechanics is really made up of many, many sub-disciplines. One of them is biomedical engineering, which is maybe a bit more where your home is. So from a more personal point of view, like you were an engineer first by training, and then you decided to add the biological component to it. Can you tell us why? And what fascinates you about biomechanics? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think, you know, coming at this field as an engineer, you know, I was always uh, quite drawn to any sort of engineering and design that directly impacted humans and our ability to, um, you know, live our best lives and, and to be healthy and, and, and achieve all of, you know, associated benefits of, of being able to be physically active. And so I think, you know, towards the end of my undergraduate engineering, I, you know, with some interesting elective courses that I was able to take, uh, specifically one from Earth Suisse from Queen's University that really kind of opened my eyes to what potential applications of engineering principles existed in this field. And, you know, once, once that door opened, I was, <laughs> there was no going back, you know, when I realized that, you know, the ability to use engineering principles in such a broad and, and exciting field and work with, you know, colleagues across the country from very diverse backgrounds. It, it makes for such a rewarding academic career and, and research career. So moving on from these broader objectives of the CSB and some of the more specific disciplines within biomechanics, let's talk about the new executive team. Your term as president started earlier this year, specifically in January. And so can you discuss some of the goals that you have laid out for the term? Yeah, sure. Very happy to. So first, you know, we, we have some goals that are specifically trying to see through some of the great initiatives of our past executive. You know, a part of this is we, we have quite a transition plan of, of people kind of coming off the executive slowly, I guess I would say, to make sure that we kind of can retain some of the knowledge and the strategies that we develop over time. So Andrew Lang, past president and the past executive, they put significant value on acknowledging and supporting the diversity of our membership. And also trying to encourage engagement from underrepresented groups to, to really reflect the diversity of biomechanics, um, as well as the potential membership. And so the threat of appropriate representation from a diversity perspective has been important in terms of trying to shape some of the new initiatives that we'd be wanting to do, but also strategies and practices that promote inclusion and a sense of belonging. They've certainly been at the forefront of our initial discussions about how we can 
trying to influence some of the things we do in this regard. We've struck an EDI subcommittee and we'll be looking to engage our membership and community to continue to identify opportunities for improvement and how to really appropriately shape this to reflect the needs of our community. You know, in terms of, you know, other other kind of core objectives, like bringing our community together, promoting Canadian biomechanics continues to be a big focus of what we do. So we're actively preparing for our first ever, and I guess by the time this will be live, we'll actually be in the midst of our first virtual CSB conference and also simultaneously supporting NACOB 2022 planning and organization, which will take place in Ottawa next year. So lots of great conferences um, and opportunities to bring our community together on the horizon. We've also put in a bid as a society to host the 2026 World Congress of Biomechanics in Vancouver. So we're anxiously awaiting the results of that bid process. We're also exploring new communication strategies and ways to engage our community outside of these conferences, which is really important. So how do we how do we stay connected? And so this podcast, obviously led by our amazing trainee executive members here, it's a great example of a new strategy that we're supporting to connect with our community. And we're also further interested in exploring, you know, other educational series and, and potentially connecting and collaborating with other societies on, on that type of thing. I think one of the first points that you mentioned was about diversity, which I thought aligned really well with one of our specific objectives for this podcast that we discussed in the first part of this episode. And secondly, with regard to your point on the community aspect, can you briefly expand on the types of relationships that the society hopes to foster and how you plan to do so? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think that collaboration with, with other communities and trying to engage other communities is a big part of what we're trying to do with, with some of our current strategies. So connecting with, with other societies, I think, is really important to broaden the connections that we have as a community. And also, you know, certainly pursuing initiatives with societies from developing countries is particularly of interest to increase capacity for all of us and to enable people across the world to have educational opportunities and the opportunity to connect. So we've begun this rather informally at this time, but it is something that I think further in future initiatives, we've started those conversations. In addition to that, not just international biomechanics societies, but we're also trying to connect across the country with other societies where, you know, multidisciplinary collaboration with the biomechanics community can be strengthened. A particular example of this is that we've connected with the Canadian Orthopedic Research Society. So we're actually a guest society at their 2021 June meeting this year. And we have two dedicated scientific sessions that will highlight the CSB research in the field of orthopedics, which is quite exciting. And we've also invited them to this conference um, as a guest society to our virtual conference. And we're hosting a dedicated session for orthopedic biomechanics as well. Dr. Wilson, as president of the CSB now, you have been already involved with the CSB in many ways before you got into this position. Could you tell us a bit about how you've been involved and why you think it's important to be involved as a trainee, student, postdoc? Yeah, great question. You know, I've, I've been a member of CSB since I believe the year 2000, um, the first year of my master's degree. You know, I very naively attended the 2000 conference in Montreal, probably in the first month of my master's degree. And I, you know, I have to admit, I was kind of awestruck and, and soaked everything up and everything that I saw, but it truly solidified how passionate I was about this field and also to being part of this community. 
And since then, the CSB has been, you know, a huge part of my career. I gave my first academic presentation at the CSB podium. I participated in new investigator sessions uh, when I was a graduate student. Like you, I was a student representative on the executive. I was involved in organizing and running the CSB 2004, I think, in, um, which took place in Halifax when I was a graduate student. So I was very involved in helping to run the conference, but also initiating some of the social events and the, and the other events for students at the conference. And then as a faculty member, I enjoyed the transition to watching my own trainees give their first academic presentations at the CSB conference and the constant reunions with colleagues across the country. And so I guess, you know, I, I took on the responsibility of co-chairing the 2018 conference along with Dr. Scott Landry, and that sort of began my formal sort of role on the CSB executive in 2016. And, you know, I've, I've been involved since at this level, and I've very much enjoyed contributing and serving this great community since then. And I think, sorry, Frenzy, you had a follow-up question about the importance. Yes. Why do you think it really makes sense and is important and how can it help? anyone who gets involved by doing so. You know, the society to me is really, it's, it's the people in the community and it's, it's about the strong and, and diverse relationships that you can build by being part of the society. You know, and I think it's, it's really important to have such diversity in the community and, and producing the types of, of connections that we're interested in. It requires the engagement of members of all career levels. And so I think that that's quite critical to the success of us as a society the benefits, I guess, that I see is the opportunity to, to really connect and, and learn from one another, to engage in collaborative discussions and initiatives. You know, Canada really punches well above its weight in terms of biomechanics excellence and, and research productivity. We've got a great international reputation. We have amazing experts across the country, world-class labs and facilities across the country. And so it's certainly an exciting community to be a part of, but it's still small enough to be quite approachable for trainees and for young faculty in terms of developing those important connections early in your career. I do see the CSB as sort of that primary society to connect us all and to share ideas and build collaborative research strategies. And what I've learned from being a member first as a trainee and then later as a faculty is that the community, it is very small and close. You know, I've always felt welcome. I've always felt able to reach out to, you know, CSB members and faculty and, and get their input and, you know, have discussions with them outside of conferences. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really do think that the role of the society is providing that framework, but it's really the people within that community that, that do the hard work here and, and really foster the connections that are possible. Well, I can certainly second this feeling of that it's it's a nice community. Like my first CSB conference was the one in Halifax. And I just remember that, like, as you said, it's smaller, like not like ISB with a thousand or two thousand people, but it feels like everyone knows each other. And it's just, it, it was a very nice atmosphere. I really enjoyed that too. You mentioned that there are some initiatives that the CSB leads. Could you Tell us a bit about, like, have you taken advantage of some of those just to give people a bit of an example of what those initiatives are? Coming up to this podcast, it allowed me to kind of reflect on, you know, the role of the CSB in my career and what I've been involved in. I really do think that being part of the organizing committee as a grad student for CSB 2004, when it was Dr. Cheryl Cozy was the conference chair, it was very formative and really connected me to this community. And I really think that that involvement led me to seek out the opportunity to be part of the executive in a more formal way and to build my connection to this community a little bit more formally. And so 
you know, I would say in terms of personal experiences that I've had, that was sort of a, a turning point for me in terms of really grabbing onto this community and developing, I guess, a, a career long approach to my my involvement in the society. Okay, well, on, on top of those initiatives that we touched on, the CSB specifically also offers different grants for students, trainees. Could you discuss a bit like what, what are these uh, financial support opportunities and, and how can the trainees access them? We have two main types of awards for trainees. The first type of award is really a travel award, which is sort of a financial support for travel related expenses. And so one of these travel awards is connected to attending and presenting your research at one of the biannual CSB conferences or the NACOP conference. And then the second type of travel award is really meant to support a longer term research visit and an opportunity for a student to visit and participate in the laboratory of another CSB member. And it really is, you know, with the goal of supporting collaborative research and, and the trainee's ability to learn from, from multiple experts in the field, essentially. And then beyond that, we also have the awards associated with our biennial conference. And these are the New Investigator Awards and the uh, David Winter Young Investigator Awards. And these are really meant to promote and to support excellence in, in biomechanics research. And, um, you know, these are conferred at the conferences every second year. One thing that I will very quickly add to the end of that is about the student mentorship program. This initiative was started by our past student representatives, Kevin and Heather. And this program obviously isn't an award per se, but it is a really good opportunity for the student membership to connect and network and get involved either as a mentee or a mentor. So students who are applying to the national scholarship programs can submit their research proposal to us and we will match them with a senior student mentor to receive some comments and feedback on that proposal. Franzi and I will continue on with this initiative starting in the fall, so keep an eye out for those details to come on that. And not to get sidetracked or anything and staying on this general topic of initiatives, unlike many of these initiatives that we just discussed, many of them are limited to the CSB membership exclusively. And this podcast will be available to individuals outside of our membership. Can you discuss how the CSB can be relevant to individuals who are outside of this academia core? So, for example, the industry professionals and practitioners? Yeah, no, that's great. And, you know, I think this really reflects part of the motivation of our society is to really start communicating and engaging more broadly. And I think that this is an important step to, to begin this level of communication. You know, I see our industry and other community members as a critical part of our community. You know, they contribute greatly to the, to the field in terms of research innovation and also supporting the translation of our research um, into products, into public health and clinical practice. But also when we think of the industry partnerships, um, they provide us with the tools and services that are really critical to our research successes. And so the relationships we have with industry members and, and community members in general are, are quite important and quite critical. And I think it's important that they recognize that they're an important part of this community and that we you know, if, we're, if we aren't at the moment successfully engaging them, that we try harder to engage them further in our society and into our specific initiatives that we initiate with the society. A lot of community and industry members work collaboratively and closely with the academic members of the community. And I think there's great examples of this all over the country. They provide significant financial support, but also very collaborative academic and intellectual support to the initiatives. 
and also to our conferences. You know, their involvement in our, in our conferences are quite critical. And many of the, the great events associated with our conferences uh, wouldn't exist without their contributions. So that's an important acknowledgement that we have as a society. Great. Thank you. That brings us to our last question. And we'd like to try change gears here a little bit. I mean, we, we live in difficult times and most of us right now are very limited in places to go or things we can do. And so the question for you now is, is there anything fun or exciting or interesting that you read recently or learned or heard of or saw happen? Can be biomechanics related, doesn't have to be. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, I'll first echo you. We are living in, I guess I would say, interesting times. You know, as a, a working mother with school-aged children who are being schooled at home, I, you know, when you asked me that question, have I read anything interesting? Most of my outside reading at the moment is supporting my children's academic <laughs> careers. Up to, and so, you know, to be honest, you know, any extra reading is is really unfortunately not catching up on all those interesting journal articles that are piling up next to me. It's it's a little bit more broad these days. My seven-year-old and I were deep into a gorilla project this week. So a lot of my reading this week has been on interesting facts about gorillas. The most interesting one this morning that he discovered was that mountain gorillas are actually naturally afraid of insects and reptiles. And he thought that was hilarious because they're so big and strong and to be afraid of insects and reptiles. It's pretty pretty interesting. So that's about where the level of my my external reading at the moment. <laughs> that's a great fun fact, though. At least that's pretty human-like, or at least right. I can find yeah. myself in it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's locomotion related, but uh, we, ha we have more work to do on that. So That concludes this first episode with our current CSB president, Dr. Janie Wilson. Dr. Wilson, thank you again for joining us today. In our next episode, We will discuss spine biomechanics with Dr. Jack Callahan from the University of Waterloo. Once again, visit the CSB webpage, uh, that's csb-scb.com, and or follow us on Twitter at csbiomech for all podcast-related content. And if you want to get in touch with us, if you have specific questions for upcoming guests, or if you want to suggest an upcoming guest, you can reach us via email. And our email address for our podcast content is students at csb-scb.com.